Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Just the Sip. I am sitting down today with one of my favorite housewives. She is a cabaret star. She is a countess. And don't ever count her out. I am talking about Luann Deliceps, everybody. Hi, Lou. Healing Giovanni. I literally just told my producer, she was like, the music's catchy. I'm like, Luann knows what the gays want. Luann (laughs) is giving us exactly what we want. Are you bummed that the cabaret is done? There's no more touring? Well, no, it's not done. The cabaret is just on um, on hiatus for the moment. I'm booking shows right now into the fall and uh, 2021. So my cabaret tour continues. Mary F. Kill will be on the road. I love it. Were you surprised when people responded the way that they did to the show? Because I feel like, for me, it almost took off immediately. The cabaret show? The cabaret show. It was like, yeah, it was on I, fire from day one. You know, I feel very fortunate because, you know, the, the fans of the Housewives are rooting for me 100%. You know, yeah. after what happened to me, they were, you know, inspired to see that after such a hard fall, I got up and not only got up, I got up on stage. So it was a difficult time for me. And to be able to turn that around and create a cabaret show that uh, it's a fun show. It's, you know, I tell you stories from the past. I do a Q&A with the audience, which they love. And I sing my, my you know, my classics, which are, are Chic and Money. And now I have a new song in the new show, which is Mary F. Kill, um, which is Viva La Diva. Yes. Here's, there's a diva deep in all of us. So um, with Desmond Child, um, who produced it, who's an amazing uh, producer and songwriter and singer himself. He wrote Living La Vida Loca and Living Out of Prayer. So he's... Huge. He's I feel, yes. I feel honored to be able to work with such an artist. And so that's coming out this summer. It'll be a summer dance tune. You mentioned something, and I'm happy you mentioned it because you said the Bravo fans have stuck with you through thick and through thin, even when you were at your lowest. Right. I always wanted to ask you because you don't need the money. You could have sat a season out and licked your wounds and hide hid the story from everybody. What made you go back to Housewives? Well, because first of all, we were filming when this happened. So, you know, uh, it was just part of my reality and part of what happened to me. And it was painful. It was really painful uh, to go through, let alone to go through personally, but to have the whole world go through it uh, with you and know everything. 
Um, it was very, very difficult. But, you know, like they say, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I chose to see it as an opportunity to improve myself and work on myself. And that's exactly what I did. You know, I, that's why I went to rehab and I stopped drinking. Everybody's, you know, rehab gets such a bad rap. But let me tell you, it was the best thing I could have ever done for myself. Damn. And taking care of myself. And, and so, you know, I went back to the show because the women also were very supportive, you know. They yeah. Were, nurturing and helping me and you know which is not always the case no nope. <laughs> no nope. as you know so i just felt i felt i was going to be okay with them and filming and so i i went back and you know listen you can stay at home and hide under the covers uh or you can get out there and face your fears and that's how i live now looking back on it because looking at this season and last season you start the season off where spoiler alert you're, it's the end of it. It's over. You are starting your life anew. Yes. Looking back on the whole process, what was the worst part for you? Probably the worst part was having to deal with, you know, my family and, you know, the kids. Yeah. And it was a lot for me to go through. But think about my children, you know, it was it was really tough. So that that was the hardest thing. And um, and I just feel like it's brought us even closer as a result, you know, and now this pandemic, you know, yeah, like <laughs> kids a lot, you know, I was on tour and I was filming the housewives. So I was very, very busy. So I'm very happy to be home and just um, be, you know, spending quality time with my family at this point. Yeah. You know? <laughs> now, let's talk about, let's talk about those crazy housewives. I have never seen a season start off so explosive. Does it ever drive you to want to drink? Yeah. It's not easy. I mean, you know, but some of the time I'm like, oh, God, thank God I don't drink because, you know, <laughs> just nuts. <laughs> and the other part is, you know, so it was like 25, 75. You know, there was 25% of me is like, oh, God, it would be just so good to take, take away the stress right? of, you know, having to hear this and go through this. Um, but 75% of me was kind of enjoying watching it happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like, come in the pool, Lou, come in the pool. I'm like, uh, let me think about that. Mm, no. Mm, no. <laughs> How but funny it, was that? That was one of the greatest moments ever. The morning after, when she got up and she saw her house, was honestly one of the best reactions I've seen in reality TV. But what I like about you and... I say this about a few people who have been through the program and who have worked the system and gone on that journey themselves. There are two types of people. There is one type of person who will push the program on everybody and anybody who is having one too many glasses of wine. Right. And then there's the person who will sit back and say, this was my experience. I am not going to preach it to you. And that's what I feel like you're doing. But does it ever occur to you to sit Sonia Morgan down and say, I know where you are. <laughs> well, yeah, but I've tried to take Sonia. Remember at the last season, I took her to a meeting and you saw that yes. reaction. Yes. So, you know, it's people, people want to have to want to be able to be doing that for themselves. I mean, I would never force, you know, sobriety or the program on anyone. I mean, yeah. I think when people are serious about it, they are going to search it out. What about Leah? Do you see that happening because i mean she i get why she doesn't drink because yeah. 
I turn into a Tyrannosaurus Rex too when I get too drunk yeah. on a little bit too much tequila. Yeah. Was it like, whoa, I now see why you don't drink. And do you want to be that protective mama bear that's like, we need to have a conversation? Well, you know, I, I, it was apparent to all of us why she doesn't drink at that point. Um, but you'll see as the season progresses how she deals with it and how she handles it. I mean, I have to say it takes a couple of times to realize what's happening with her uh, drinking. And as you can see, the family's concerned about it. Again, I don't feel like I need to weigh in there. I think Leah's grown up, as we have seen. She's, you know, a woman who is, um, you know, a tough New Yorker. She owns her own she's business. Tough. She's got a beautiful daughter. You know, uh, she's got her parents weighing in and her ex-husband weighing in, or not even next to her. What does she call him? A um, Her baby daddy. Her baby daddy. Her baby daddy. I think he's more than a baby daddy. I'd like to see a better term for him. He's her life partner. Yeah. I would. Have think. you found your life partner yet? Because I don't understand why you haven't. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. Um, well, listen, it's not for the lack of trying. I mean. <laughs> oh, honey. God knows I love I'm trying. When you, when there's a man in the room and he is handsome and we're all thinking when that dog groomer and that masseuse and that, uh, what's we call it, walked in or the tennis pro, everybody in America is thinking, wow, I wish I was there to hit on him. And then all of a sudden you just do what we think. <laughs> well, let me tell you, they were uh, very attractive and you know, listen, we're a house full of girls. Um, they're all doing their thing. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to have a little fun and flirt. What's wrong with flirting? Right. Right. But how hard is it to go from, because I like a man with power. I love a man that has power. I mean, power. I'm not going to end up with a tennis pro or a massage uh, from a dog groomer. Probably not. But, you know, on the uh, along the way, along that staircase to the next person, yes. why not have a little fun? <laughs> I mean. Come on. Come on. Look, I talked to someone. I think a lot of sex appeal and I think, you know, keeping yourself, um, keeping the sex on is good. I mean, you know, otherwise you lose the ability to be able to flirt, you know, effectively. So it's just practice. It's just practice. But you also got to, you got to practice that skill yeah. to make sure when you do need it. Exactly. Or to find a viable mate, it's going to be there and be ready. Exactly. Uh, Sonia Morgan talked a lot about keeping herself in the Morgan family, that she insists that she is a Morgan, she is going to use the crest, and that is her jam. Do yeah. you relate to her in I that totally, sense? Yeah, totally. I mean, Sonia and Morgan and I go way back. Uh, she, you know, married the son of JP Morgan, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know what even generation, but that's part of who she is. You can't take that away from someone when you're married to someone like that and you have a child. I mean, no, she will always be a Morgan as far as I'm yeah. concerned. That That's just part of her history and part of her past. And, you know, listen, I would love for her to move beyond the past and, you know, find another banking heir. That would be fabulous. Yeah. But, but until then, her, you know, she's not married again. Her daughter is a Morgan and she rightfully should use her her last name as, as Sonia Morgan, you know, just like, you know, listen, I was married for 17 years. Yeah. I have, you know, uh, two children with the count. 
And, you know, it's a courtesy title. And he has, if the count says, use your title, I'm using my title because it's part of who I am. It's part of my history. Just think of it as a hashtag now. Yeah. Meghan Markle will always be the Duchess. Of course she will. She's not Her Royal Highness, but who cares? I mean, for a life of freedom, I'd readily give up Her Royal Highness to be a Duchess. Amen on that. Yeah. But you don't really use the Countess anymore. I feel like it's not you know, it's, it's not part of your story. You've redefined yourself beyond yeah, I mean, that. I, I use it because for my show, for my cabaret show, um, and 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 like I said, it's a title that um, that is very honorable. You know, it's not yeah. a title that I pulled out of a Cracker Jacks box. You know, yeah. The Delaseps built the Suez Canal and the Panama Canal, and they gave the Statue of Liberty to this country for the French. They're the Ooh. ones that handed it over. So it's a very historical name, one I'm very proud to have. That's my children's name. That's my name. And I'm going to wear it until it's worn out. I don't blame you. I know. What was Sonia like? Any of those girls had the title of Countess. You think that they would be throwing it into the fire? Oh, so. my God. Are you crazy? Uh, what was Sonia Morgan like back in the day before cameras? Because I always say that when the cameras and the lights come on, you see a whole different person. Well, I have to tell you that Sonia's always been a grand hostess in New York. She's always been very social, always had parties at the townhouse. I mean, I've been to many fabulous parties at Sonia's place. She's dipped her toe into filmmaking and producing. She's traveled the world in, in terms of central pain at homes all over the world. You know, Sonia's the real deal, you know? Yeah. She, um, has she changed? Sure. We, we all change with the, you know, with the times. Uh, but I think Sonia is probably one of the most authentic people that I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you think do you think Ramona and Mario are going to get back together? Oh no, I think that she. You know why not? You know why not have a good relationship with your ex husband? I do. You know it's great for the children. She's with Avery, so I just feel like she was there. And you know rather than coming back to New York, which has been nonstop raining. Yeah. You're stuck in Florida where it's 80 degrees and sunny. It's not a bad place to be stuck. Amen. And they're actually opening up Florida this um, tomorrow. I think they're having quarantine sex. <laughs> I well, think Ramona. I think I'm Ramona. Like fantasize about that, darling. I think Ramona and Mario are dipping back into the old con, and they are just doing it for old times' sake. I saw the way he looks at Ramona. He looks well, at listen. Ramona. Looks good. Yeah, she looks great. She looks great. I think it would be weird for Avery, but you never know. You never know. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. You made some comments that I loved um, regarding the show. And you honestly spoke from the heart about Bethany Frankel not returning. Bethany Frankel obviously got wind of said comments and responded back. Do you regret saying those comments? Uh, I didn't really say anything bad. I just said that, you know, and you could see the footage that they showed on Bravo, which was her just screaming at me a lot. 
you know, God knows, you know, she's been helpful to me and been a friend at some points, but I mean, there was a lot that went down that, um, that weren't, uh, positive, you know, uh, from showing me a picture of my fiance at the time, you know, on camera, let's not forget because uh, yeah. it could have been shown otherwise. And so I just feel like there's been, you know, a lot of conflict between the two of us. So like I say, you know, I wish her the best, uh, you know, there's more breathing room now that she's not around. Bethany takes up a lot of oxygen in the room and because she's a big character. And I, you know, I wish her well. She left the show. That was her choice. She didn't tell us. So um, I just feel like she could have, um, you know, told us first before we found out the way we did. And, um, you know, uh, the show must go on without you. That's simply what I said. And I don't think that's a major dig. It's just the truth. Because a lot of people actually don't know the timeline of what happened. I heard from a good source that you guys found out on Wednesday that she was not coming back and cameras were going up on Thursday. Um, I can't remember exactly how it happened, but it was very soon after we found out that she wasn't coming back that we started filming. So, you know, we can't just pretend that Bethany isn't there. We have to address it. And yeah. whatever we said was the sentiment we felt because we felt like she left us high and dry and and, and a friend just doesn't do that. If you had to invite one person back um, from past seasons that isn't a housewife anymore, who would you do? You know, you're going to see Jill this season. I love Jill and I and I bring her into the show. But, you know, besides Jill, I, I don't know where Aviva is. I think Aviva was great housewife. I thought Aviva was a great housewife. Yeah, she has the husband. She's got the kids. I mean, she's a she's married at least. You right. <laughs> <laughs> like single and ready to mingle. Look, which everyone is fun always, too, but everyone always I say, look, just go in there and pull a Luann. Pull a in Luann because <laughs> I don't know in housewife history, there's only been one other woman, Sheree, who came back as a part-time guest and came back so hard that yeah. they gave you an apple put your ass in the middle of the next season yeah, and right. said, here you go. You deserve this. After That's being right. on this show for that long and after giving your life, giving your love, giving your secrets, giving your family, what did it feel like when that production company came to you and said, we're just going to bring you on as a friend? It never feels good when that happens. And, uh, and although I was in every episode of that season, if you'll note. Ooh, I remember. So, you know, it was more of a contractual thing, and that happens sometimes. Mm -hmm. But you came back stronger than ever. Yeah, I get, you know, I guess you have to get arrested. <laughs> you got to get arrested <laughs> to be in the middle, baby. <laughs> you know, I try to keep a sense of humor about it. And that's, that's the other thing, you know, my cabaret show, one of the reasons I think it's successful is I'm honest with the audience. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, and I self-deprecate about what happened to me because I think people can relate. It could have happened to anyone what happened to me. And you yeah. know, the police officer, by the way, that arrested me is in jail. For what? Making false arrests against people. No. Yeah. Karma's a bitch. Luann, yeah. how long has he been in jail? You know, and I really haven't talked about it because, you know, I was still going through finishing my probation. So I didn't want to raise any, you know. Yeah awareness to it but the day i got off probation is the day i found out that he went to jail hold 
on. Yeah. You know what? That's probably for the best because had you been halfway through probation, maybe you would have tried to fight it. Maybe you would have tried to reopen your case. But right. the universe let you get through that. Right. And then showed you this situation. That is some yeah. crazy Yeah, I know. And I'm not the kind of person who kind of dwells in the past. So I just said, I acknowledge the past. Of course, you have to acknowledge the past so that you can move on and be changed, you know, change it up. Yeah. Uh, but I don't dwell in the past. So I've just kind of moved on. Um, I was going to write a book, uh, and now is the time to write a book, but I just, I don't know. I just don't want to dredge up all that stuff again. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I just got through it. And so maybe not right now, but I think I'm going to write a book eventually about this whole thing. So people know exactly what happened to me. Yeah. Um, no, it's crazy. Then, by the way, I've been working with the fortune society who help people who have been in prison when they come out to get a job and they help them with housing and meals. He goes, look, who's going to give you a job if you've gone to jail, right? Nobody's going to give you a job. Nobody's no. going to give you um, a place to live. Uh, you know, so, so the Fortune Society, which is um, based in New York, um, helps people. And so I've been helping them uh, to raise awareness. So, um, you know, it's, it's just unbelievable how the prison system uh, is just working people over. Yeah, no, it's insane. If you look back at your life, I, I feel like when I watch you do that cabaret, it's like you're living your have life you dream. Have been to my show? I have not been to your show. I was supposed to go to the oh. LA show and I'm so mad that I missed it. I was so I mad. I sold out the Wiltern Theater, which is amazing. Which is huge. I've seen sense. big acts there who have not sold it out. And my friend tells me, I had friends who went in New York, friends who went in LA, and they said, we went thinking that we were gonna just have a good time and we were gonna go sing some songs, but it was an experience. You know, you were living on stage as the gays say she was living. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Had it. you not done the show, had you not done Real Housewives of New York, would you be living your dream today? Would you have been on that stage had you not taken this path to Cabaret? Probably not. Probably what would not. you be doing? What would you actually be doing? You know what? Um, <laughs> pro I, you know, I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing, which is doing my cabaret tour. But I don't know if I would have had the success if I hadn't been on The Housewives. Let's let's just be honest. I mean, television yeah. is a great vehicle to promote, you know, anything that you want to promote. And I'm lucky to have that so that I can live my best life. Yeah. Is your ex-husband ever like, oh, you really doing away. it? He's seen the show. He's seen the show. And he knows I'm a showgirl. You know, I used to work for Italian television. So television is not a new medium for me. Um, and I used to be a showgirl in Italian television. And that's how we met in Europe. I was living in Milan. I met him in Switzerland. And this is how the whole thing happened. This is how I became a countess to begin with. Um, and so he was not surprised to see me up on that stage commanding, you know, the <laughs> stage. He was like, this is where you belong, you know, and very supportive and um, yeah, good. How does one become a countess in less than six months? I need you to write that book. <laughs> because your husband and you had that timeline of um, you met, you went on a ski trip and your ass got married months That's later, right. right? Yeah, two weeks later, yeah. Mm -hmm. Luann, what were you doing in those two weeks that that man said, I'm going to make this woman a countess and I'm going to marry you her and we're going to have kids. 
it was just pure magic, you know, when there's chemistry and you know it's right, you know it's right. I hope to God that it's happened to you or it will happen to you no. because it's just magic and you can't explain it. It's just, it's like chemistry and timing. Timing is everything. I mean, I he mean, said to I me, mean, where have you been all my life? I said, getting ready for you. I would have never been ready if I hadn't lived in Milan before that and, you know, gotten all the, you know, experience and mentors, you know, to make myself more sophisticated and dressed a certain way and talk different languages. I spoke Italian at that point. I would not have been ready for this French aristocrat who was so sophisticated, you know? And so when he met me, he said, where have you been on my, I said, well, I was just getting ready. And how old were you when you lived in Milan? 25. Luann, the Italian models, you must have had a field day. Yeah, I had a great time. I'd, that's how I learned the language, Italian boyfriends and the Berlitz <laughs> school. <laughs> Italian men. You want to learn language, take a Latin lover. I mean, take a French lover, Italian, you know. And and I always say to women who ask me about dating advice, I'm like, get, well, especially right now, we, we can't travel, but I say, go to Europe, you know, men just love women. It's very sexy. I do well in Europe. I can't find a man in LA to save my life. Oh, it no, pains me. Yeah. New York, I have a few bites. Europe, I spend two weeks there. I come back with a story, a whole love thing. But yeah. this is my problem. And maybe you have the same issue as well. When you feel that spark and you feel that magic once, it's almost like you, you can't settle for anything less when you start to look again. So it almost becomes a hindrance because you won't, sometimes you won't have that spark again. And I have to remind myself that that spark was for that person. And the next person is gonna be a different feeling. Do you ever feel like you're just waiting for that magical moment that's yeah. never gonna happen again? Right, well, I thought that it was never gonna happen again. And then I met Jacques, my French boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Four and a half years, we stayed together. Then after that, I thought, I am never gonna meet anybody again. Then I met Tom. Well, maybe that was the, not as, especially the right one, but but I loved him. Yeah. So that was love for me. And, you know, so they say three times the charm. So I'm just, you know, waiting on number three. It's happening. It's happening. You know what? If you don't will it to happen, it won't happen. I'm one of those people that I put it in the universe. Like, you know, like much like when I came back from Europe to the States, I wanted to work back in television again. And Jill Zarin walked into the room. Wow. And said, oh, you know, I'm doing this television show. I think you'd be perfect because she found out, you know, that I worked in Italian television and that, you know, it was you were countess and, 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 and you were six feet tall and beautiful. <laughs> oh. So anyway, so it just came to me. I feel like, you know, you have to will things in order to make them happen. I truly believe in energy. Um, in fact, I am, my daughter is waiting for me right now. So I have to leave you. Oh my God, go right ahead. I okay. loved talking to you and I cannot wait for this hiatus to be over. I will be at that next cabaret show oh, you whenever. I think the next show I'm doing, I already have it on the books, I think it is October 2nd in Boston. So I'm just hoping we can keep that first date and uh, looking for dates in New York. I was supposed to do town hall on June 11th. I was booked at the Wiltern again, but Damn. we had to cancel. Yeah. So, but my schedule is up and coming on countessluan.com. Look for my new dates and I can't wait yeah, to yeah. see you there. I know, me too. I'm, I'm just feeling Giovanni this after this whole so interview. I love, I love you. you. I love you. Thank you, Lou.
Be safe. Take care, okay? Have a good time. Vanessa? Yes? Are you here? I'm here. As a member of the White Lady Committee, Yes. <laughs> how did you feel about your representation here on Just the Sip today? I mean, she's so fabulous and chic. I wish I could live up to, to the Countess. <laughs> I'm I, not in the same category, not even close. <laughs> I love that Luann is scrabby AF. Look, mm -hmm. one of the hardest things in Housewives, and I know we never talked about this, when you are on a show and then you get demoted to friend of a housewife, mm -hmm. a lot of people walk away. A lot of people see it as Bravo is trying to get me out the door. They think I have sailed my last sail. Right. Like they, that's like I'm putting you out to pasture and we're just going to give you a contract because you've been so faithful to us and we don't want to just say you're fired. Bravo doesn't really right. fire people. They slowly phase you out, right? They slowly phase you out so the fans won't react, so everybody won't react. Right. The fact that Lou Ann came back through as a friend of a housewife, did every episode, and sat her ass on that couch at the reunion for the whole time means that she put in the work and she came back ready to go. That's what I call a Lou Ann Della Sep. And I love the humility that she made the joke. She's like, well, I guess you got to get arrested. <laughs> I love that she owns it, you know. By the way, you cannot not own it. It was everywhere. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You have to. You have to. And I honestly, look, Luann has made so much money, you know, with the show. She has a comfortable life. I feel like if I were Luann, I would have sat at home and not gone back and said, look, I'm going to deal with this by myself and I need a year off and I'll come back and I'll explain it to you guys in a year. Mm -hmm. I think Bravo would have respected that and said, great, you know, we'll do X, Y, and Z. But I think what Luann did do, which I do respect, is one, she didn't let somebody finish her story. Right. Because she knew if she didn't show up, they would have changed the narrative. And I think what Luann did too was she made this a teaching moment for other people in her position. Yeah, I mean, you have to because no one's going to tell your truth better than you, right? So you're right. The narrative would have changed bit by bit. It slowly would have evolved to a completely different story. 100%. And you know what? I haven't seen a whiter lady go to jail since Martha Stewart <laughs> got busted for insider training. <laughs> I know, don't you kind of love it? When they start sending white, when they start sending a white lady to jail, America, we like. I'm like, damn, America, we are progressive. We sending white women to jail, <laughs> and a countess to boot, right? And a countess to boot, and all Luann was trying to do was get like hook up. She was like, I just wanted to get into my hotel room with this man. Why won't you let me be great? You know, we've all had those nights where we've all had a little too much and could have all been, you know, taken down. It's crazy because 20% of the people were like, oh my God, can you believe Luann? And then the other 80% were like, Luann's just like us. Mm -hmm. Right, living her life. I loved her story about meeting the Count and about how she said she wouldn't have been ready. She wouldn't have been groomed and all the things that, that led her to that. I thought yeah. that was so fascinating. I kind of wanted, like, I really wanted to know more.
No, it's 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 really crazy to think that Luann Deleceps has a hard time finding a man. Luann is smart. She's beautiful. Mm -hmm. She is elegant. She is poised. She is everything that the white lady inside of me wants to be. But she made a really good point. If you go to Europe, it's a whole different ballgame for you. I can attest to that because I can't even get groped at a Slipknot concert here in Los Angeles, okay? And Slipknot concerts are like this. <laughs> I gotta go to Europe to get some ass and to get attention and to like find romance. I'm telling you, it's true. Yeah, it is all about timing though, she's right. Your time will, your time will come. It will happen when it is supposed to. When you're supposed to be the Countess, it will happen. By the way, if I was a Countess, I would remind every motherfucker I'm a Countess, okay? <laughs> Even if my husband got married to a new one, I would still be like, well, you know who I am. Right. We, we both Countess, like we're both the Countess. And she's right, she earned that title. I mean, when you are married to someone for so long and you have their children and all that, and the fact that he was like, use the title, go for it. And so this Sonya Morgan, she deserves yep. to be a Morgan. Hell, I would change my name to JLP. Morgan, I would have been a J.P. Morgan as well. I would have changed the first name. <laughs> Gil Paulette Morgan, just call me J.P. Morgan, okay? <laughs> you guys, to check out this conversation, go to the YouTube channel, E! News, click on Just a Sip and watch this video and many others that we have given you throughout this quarantine. And don't forget to follow us, rate us, review us. Let us know in the comments what you love, what you don't love about this show, what you wish we had more of, who you want to see on this show too. Put it all in the comments. We read them, we go through them. We appreciate you guys watching. And don't forget, follow me at The Lady Sitter. And we're going to be back with more Just a Sip next week. I have a hot one coming to you. Bye, guys. <laughs>